to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. This is your weekly podcast, delivering you the insight, ideas, and inspiration to successfully change and transform in our ever-evolving world of retail. Enjoy listening. Hi there, welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. My name is Oliver Banks, I'm your host. I am a retail transformation specialist. I work as a coach and as a consultant with retailers, helping to define the ideal or target operating model, plus the change roadmap to truly transform and realize that operating model, delivering profitability, customer experience, and relevance. Thanks for tuning in today. This one is episode 185, number 185. And today we're going to be diving into one of the biggest innovations that I truly believe has hit the retail market in the past few years. Check out free stores. Now, these are becoming more common in the retail marketplace as we're seeing companies expanding the amount of checkout free stores that they have in their estate, as well as more and more retailers moving into this technology enabled solution for customers. And as a result, Checkout free stores are becoming less of a novelty and more of a normality. And so in this episode, we're going to explore this movement. We're going to understand what they are, how they fit into the wider retail market and whether they make sense for your retail business, for your retail operating model. The show notes from today are going to be over at obandco.uk slash 185. And in particular, we're going to be touching on a few examples today, and I'm going to drop a few videos onto those show notes page so you can visually understand what we're talking about in a little bit more detail. So that's obandco.uk slash 185. And whilst you're over there, don't forget to sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing, my free weekly email newsletter highlighting the key trends from the changing world of retail as well as insight and intel to keep your finger firmly on the pulse of the industry. obandco.uk slash 185. So check out free stores. What are we talking about here? Let's just all get on the same page. Well, from a customer experience perspective, these are stores where you can walk in, pick up your shopping and walk straight out. There is no checkout process. So checkout queues and the like are a thing of the past. They've been called frictionless retail, although it is only the one point of friction around that checkout experience that I truly believe they target. So it's not frictionless in its truest sense of the word. There are still some frictions within the retail experience. Now, Amazon Go is perhaps the best known of this style of store using their Just Walk Out technology, but they're certainly not the only company doing this and nor do they have exclusive use of this type of technology. And whilst you may be familiar with Amazon Go and their heavy use of cameras on the ceilings, this sort of technology is not the only way of achieving this checkout-free proposition for customers as well. And again, whilst the grocery market is perhaps the obvious use case, the obvious category, it's certainly not the only one. There are more and more examples, and I think we'll start to see again further explosion of this type of experience in other categories as well. So let's just explore why 
they are great and why you could argue that they are revolutionising physical retail. Well, they're used in a convenient store setting. They're focused on speed and in particular, not having to queue or go through heavy scanning routines at a checkout. And instead, that cashier, that checkout colleague can be redeployed to another area of the operating model, something that is adding more value, such as actually helping customers rather than scan, scan, scan. But what's interesting is a checkout free store is only the next iteration of a long journey of checkout simplification that we've been on for the past couple of decades, really. We've gone from cashier-led checkouts to self-scan at checkout. Do you remember all those jokes about please remove from backing area? Time's moved on, right? <laughs> but from self-scan, we went to scan as you shop, where you can walk around and you can scan your shopping, putting it into your bag, and then it's a quick checkout as you leave. And now this is further removing and simplifying the scanning element, depending on the type of technology that you go for, which we'll get into in a little moment. But it's interesting, I don't think this journey is even complete yet, because for me, the next iteration of checkout free stores will further simplify the experience and in particular, further streamline the check-in process. So for stores like Amazon Go, you do need to be able to scan to get into the store so that they know who the customer is that is picking up all this shopping. And I think the next iteration, like I say, will streamline that check-in process, which will make it much more accessible and again, save those few seconds from the shopping trip. So from a customer perspective, a checkout free store is about saving the time of queuing at checkout and also just saving the hassle of having to go through a checkout as well. But from a business perspective, obviously solving this friction in this area should lead to more customers shopping more frequently. Great, that's the sales uplift. And of course, there is the cashier labour saving as well. And whilst colleagues may be redeployed to be able to help customers in other areas, this labour saving is going to be a large chunk towards proving the business case, especially for the tech-heavy investments. However, there is another major area of benefits for the company or for the business as well that is not immediately obvious. And that major benefit area is data. And in particular, the additional data that you can collect probably can get physical stores about as close to e-commerce in terms of that shopping trip visibility and understanding of customer behavior, whether it be around customer heat maps, whether it be around timings or browsing or shopping behavior. Suddenly, with all of this data, you'll be able to track the customer journey. You'll understand where do people go? Where do they start? How could you further simplify and remove travel from that customer shopping trip? Where do you see dwell time at a category level in particular? Where can you zoom in to see further opportunities? Which areas are getting great conversion and which are not? And why is that? And then you can even begin to take on other aspects that e-commerce take as bread and butter, but things like A-B testing to see what's most effective for different measures and metrics. So this whole data gathering element of a checkout free store is a significant benefit that will continue to reap huge rewards. But 
with checkout free stores, there is a significant challenge to face into as well. But we're going to get to that a little later on. So which retailers are doing this checkout free initiative right now? Most notably, certainly in the UK and the US, it's Amazon, particularly with their Go or their Fresh stores using their Just Walk Out technology, which they're now starting to license out to other companies. Companies like Sainsbury's, for example, that have partnered with Amazon to set up their own checkout free store. And this is after Sainsbury's ran their own trials of a no checkout store a couple of years ago. But it's not only Amazon running the show, as I say. Tesco, for example, have partnered with Trigo from Israel that also offer a very similar proposition. Aldi also partnering with them as well. And then you've got even independent and small franchise stores like Nicer or Budgeons convenience stores that use tech light solutions like Gisp or others on the marketplace as well. And then as you look internationally, there are loads more brands, whether it be JD.com, Sam's Club, WH Smith, 7-Eleven, Starbucks, and many, many more. But broadly, the different types of store fit into a few different categories. Again, I mentioned it earlier on, most notably, they are grocery convenience stores. Stores that have high volume of customers, each with a small basket, each with a conversion rate of near 100% for an overall customer. And in particular, grocery convenience stores in city centre locations, where that quick in and out is super important because every minute matters to customers. And there are many different retail options to choose from. And so with all of these options, when a particular customer who has a proverbial lunch hour or is rushing to get home in the evening, suddenly it becomes very enticing to shop with a retailer that means you're not going to spend 10 minutes in a queue. Another type of store that we're starting to see checkout free come into is around travel hubs. And we're starting to see companies again partnering with companies like Amazon to be able to offer customers a very quick checkout time. So if you're running to a plane or a train, for example, you've got a very limited amount of time and you don't want to be caught in a queue. So you want to be in and out as quick as you like. And perhaps there is close to a 24-hour trading operation there. So the labor-saving benefit of removing checkout multiplies versus stores that are only open for a few hours a day relatively. What's quite interesting in the travel hubs use case is we're starting to see some different check-in processes, just using a credit card, for example, to check in rather than needing to set up an account. Another recent focus area is on sporting venues. Imagine that half-time rush for food or drink or merchandise, where if an audience member gets caught in a queue, they're spending less time shopping and feel like they're getting less from the overall experience that they have paid heavily for. So by using checkout free stores, suddenly customers spend less time in queues. They spend more time shopping. And equally, venues will see fewer people giving up mid-queue or deciding to walk away because there isn't time to go and get that special t-shirt. There isn't time to get that additional drink or whatever. So this is a great use case. But conversely to travel hubs, which are open near to 24 hours a day, some of these sporting venue stores may be open for only a few hours a week. So 
that adds a different element to it as well. But let's just be clear. Checkout free does not mean unmanned. It does not mean there are no colleagues in stores because there are still many human tasks in the store and that checkout process is only one of them. So we still need people to do replenishment or pricing and promotion signage or stock control or relaying new merchandising plans or cleaning or, of course, helping customers, whether that be helping customers sign up or helping customers shop. So don't confuse checkout free stores with unmanned stores because there is such a thing as an unmanned store, a completely empty store with no human being around. Now you've got stores in China, for example, Bingo Box, which is a small convenience store, almost fitting inside a shipping container or smaller, where you scan to go in and you are in the sealed unit by yourself. There is no human being in there at that same time. Or you've got companies like Mobimart, originally from Scandinavia, but launching in Shanghai in 2017. These are unmanned, ultimately self-driving stores where you use an app and the store comes to you. You can then go in, shop and leave and the store will then go on to another customer. But whilst these stores are completely unmanned whilst shopping, they're still manned to some extent in as much as replenishment and cleaning and all the other activities still need to happen. And at this moment, at least, there are not robots that do that full shebang. Now, I've mentioned this already, but there are some different technologies to execute this. Cameras are perhaps the most obvious technology. Now, these give great visibility. They're fast for consumers and they're non-intrusive for consumers as well. But there is an expensive technology investment. But we're also seeing that technology investment reducing over time, certainly since it first launched a few years ago. We're also seeing RFID chips being used for checkout free stores, where your entire shopping can be quickly scanned and where RFID as a technology is much more financially viable than it used to be perceived. Plus, there are other benefits specifically around stock control as well. Now, you need to have a payment station or gate somewhere and you need to be able to tag every single single product. So there are supply chain implications as well to consider. Do you tag at store? Do you tag at warehouse? Do you tag at source? And RFID as a whole topic was something I dived into back in episode 151. So check that one out as well. But if you're not up for heavy technology investment, then perhaps a self-scanning app could be a great solution. They're low cost. They can run as hybrid stores where you could go to a classic checkout or you could have a checkout free experience. And this is relying on customer honesty to some extent to prevent shrink and stock loss, but it can be super accessible and allows customers to choose how they want to interact with your brand and with your colleagues. So you've got companies like Gisp out there where customers can download an app that they can then use to either scan or tap their shopping into a basket and check out in a flash. Plus, there are great opportunities to throw in more merchandising offers, coupons, and so on. So that's an interesting area to think about for a checkout-free experience without a massive technology budget. But on the other end of the scale, you can get robotic stores. For example, like the Ochama stores that JD.com has opened recently in the Netherlands. Ochama combining omnichannel and amazing is a word for the store, 
And it's a new shopping format that almost is a, a blending of an online ordering process with collection in store, where robots are preparing the parcels. And it can also be integrated with a home delivery service as well. And ultimately, this results in potentially a checkout free experience, offering convenience and speed. So it'll be interesting to see how after launching in January, how this concept develops as well. But also, we're seeing a smart cart solution coming through as well, through integrating cameras and computer vision systems into the shopping trolley. You can scan what you shop as you shop it or as you remove it, and it goes into your cart or out of your cart. Amazon's Dash Cart is perhaps the most well-known in this area, but there are many other solutions like Imager as well. So there are loads of different technology options as you think about checkout-free stores. But a big question to zoom into is, does it make sense for you, for your retail business, for your retail operating model? So there are a number of different aspects, including a significant challenge as well. So firstly, this type of technology or this type of shopping experience is not for everyone. Some people really value the human aspect of shopping, and in particular, that interaction with a cashier. But of course, customers work on a spectrum. Not all customers will feel like that. Others will adapt quickly, loving the opportunity to not need to talk to anyone and save time, whereas some customers will actually really value that conversation. So which makes sense for your brand? And can you offer a hybrid option so that customers can choose? You'll also have some detractors, customers and colleagues, perhaps, saying that Big Brother is spying on them, doing shopping or looking at how productive they are as they are filling up the shop. Some of these checkout free stores have got a learning curve to sign up, in particular for the first time. It can be fiddly. I remember when I went to one of the checkout free stores for the first time, having to stand outside and it was quite windy, quite cold. Fortunately, it wasn't raining in the UK, <laughs> but sitting there on the phone, trying to register for an account such that I could scan to get into the store. So there is this learning curve that does stop walk-in customers, particularly if they don't have the relevant app or the relevant login information set up already. So it does make it more difficult to pop in, but it also makes it more suitable for loyal customers rather than those one-off customers as well, because once you've got that account set up or whatever, it is much simpler. But I think it will be interesting to think about how that check-in process continues to simplify and streamline over time. Maybe you can use an account or you'll be able to start using a credit card, for example, having a hybrid check-in or even an auto check-in. And I think it's also important to recognize that many customers have still never experienced shopping like this and may never have even heard about it. So whilst we in the retail industry may geek out on different case studies and trials and new innovations, they're still wowing a lot of customers for the first time, including people that still don't realize that Amazon actually have physical shops as well. <laughs> But as I mentioned earlier on, there is a really significant challenge to lean into as well as you think about checkout free stores. And that is that by removing the checkout process, 
it actually takes out several key differentiators between retailers. So for example, I went shopping at the Tesco and Amazon checkout free stores with fairly similar missions each time. And what I found is once you're into the store, once you've gone through that sign up process, there's really not a huge amount to choose between those two different retailers. So the fewer differentiators that are remaining become more and more important. So for example, the differentiators could include the store environment, which as a customer is very nice to shop in a freshly refurbed store, but perhaps you're not going to change which store you shop in because of only this element. The product becomes critically important, especially own brand or own label products. And whilst the product imagery and presentation is important for first-time buyers, as we start to see more loyal customers shopping in these type of stores, the product itself will need to be super high quality to ensure that people do want to come back. Price. Perhaps this is the most comparable option, especially with branded products. Can of Coca-Cola. What's the difference between buying it from Tesco or buying it from Amazon? Price is literally the only differentiator there, right? And then finally, location, which if you as a customer have the choice between different convenience stores, perhaps you're in a city center location and you are pressed on time, you're going to choose the store that helps you to save the most amount of time. So location becomes key. You're not going to want to walk for an extra few minutes past one checkout free store to get to another, right? And that's about it. That's about how you can differentiate. So if you consider about the tactical plays that you're going to want to make to drive trade, then let's just think about these. Location, that's largely set. And any sort of play here is going to require a significant amount of time, usually measured in years. Next, you have product. Now, new ranges and new product development, of course, takes time to design, source, develop, and activate through the entire supply chain. So if you discover the opportunity here, it's still going to take months to rectify. The store environment. Well, there are a couple of angles here. Boosting the overall look and feel will require capital investment to fund a renovation and refit. And that's going to take months, if not years, to action. But also you've got the general tidiness, which can be actioned quickly. And finally, price. It's the most comparable and it's also the most flexible option here, especially if activated alongside technology like electronic shelf edge labels that allow really infinite speedy price changes. So I'm wondering, will checkout free stores subconsciously activate the fiercest price war that we've ever seen? Because ultimately checkout free stores are acting as a normalizer between companies. There is less difference which drives more focus onto product, price, location, and store. So are they going to be for you? Well, that's going to depend on your own situation, your own category, your location strategy, your current store estate, your wider brand strategy, and your ethos. However, we will continue to see this type of store accelerating and becoming more commonplace. So if you've not already started experimenting, then now may be the perfect time to start assessing, planning, and executing. Start learning about what your customers want, 
or think about this type of shopping. Start considering how you could pull this off from a technical perspective, as well as from a cultural or change perspective. Start expanding your mind and your stakeholders' minds as to what data you could capture and how this could help you to optimize the shopping trip and drive greater performance. And start being agile and putting in place a test and learn approach. Because checkout free stores are only going in one direction. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, there are loads of other episodes that I think you're going to love as well. Here are a few recommendations to get started. Firstly, listen to episode 175 with Ben Salmon as we talked about embracing e-commerce metrics. And I think if you are focused on physical stores and you haven't been exposed to e-commerce metrics, then that's a great starting point to think about what the data could help you to drive. Also on that data theme, listen to episode 120 with Ian Shepard as we spoke about understanding data and data science. In episode 127, I spoke with Tiffany Lung about this very movement, Checkout Free and Frictionless Stools. And in episode 151, I was speaking to Uwe Hennig to understand how RFID is transforming retail. And then the final couple of recommendations, if you're keen on the ever-evolving world of retail, then episode 169 and 170 looked at the rise of quick commerce, a different movement, but very much focused on convenience as well. So quite a few recommendations today. So you're definitely going to want to head over to the show notes right now at obandco.uk slash 185. And you'll find the list of all of those additional episodes, but do take a scroll back through the archive as well. And of course, sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing to help keep your finger firmly on the pulse of the ever-evolving world of retail with key headlines and intel from the market. obandco.uk slash 185. Thanks for tuning in today. Do remember to hit subscribe in your podcast app. And if you've already done that, fantastic. Then please do me a favor and tell someone else about this podcast as well. Inspire them to think about the ever-evolving world of retail. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in another episode very, very soon. Bye for now.